Aloha and welcome back to the Quiet Real Estate Podcast. My name is Jamie Friedman and today I'm going to talk about some personality types. This is great for realtors, but it also wouldn't hurt buyers and sellers or the general public to listen to. What I'm going to talk about is a subject that I talk about a great deal with a good friend of mine. I don't know if she'd be comfortable with me mentioning her name, so I'm not going to, but we are complete opposites in terms of being proactive versus reactive. Now, I do want to say that neither one of these uh, approaches is wrong or right. They're just different styles of looking at life, transactions, relationships, everything in your life. But as a proactive realtor, I'm focusing on knowing everything there is to know about the property and trying to find the speed bumps and hurdles and problems that could occur before they happen. I'm also focused on gathering all of the information before it's needed. A couple of examples of this. When I'm representing a buyer writing a purchase contract, I know that in the first week, things are gonna be pure chaos if the client isn't prepared. The client needs to have a relationship with the lender, has a new relationship with escrow, has a relationship with me and the contract and the seller, and all of those things need to be managed. There are things that come up immediately in a transaction that have to be addressed. You need a pre-qualification letter. You need verification of your cash funds for the seller, not just the bank statements you send to the lender, but also the bank statements or other verification of cash funds for the seller. You're also typically gonna have to select a termite inspector even though this is a seller cost item, you're going to, as a buyer, typically, it could be buyer or seller on an offer, but as a buyer, typically, you're going to select the termite inspector for the termite inspection that the seller is going to order and pay for later in the transaction. Again, those are negotiable items, but that is typically what happens in a contract. So I wanna make sure before I write an offer that I have the buyer's verification of cash funds, I have their pre-qualification letter so that, and their termite inspector so that when the offer is accepted, I can knock those things off the timeline immediately and take something off the buyer's plate that doesn't need to be there in the first week when all the other things are going on. Now, a reactive approach would be to have a quick conversation with your client, buyer, write up the offer, and then once you get into escrow, either your transaction manager or you will gather these documents and information from the clients. Again, neither one is wrong. It's just I prefer to avoid all the speed bumps and get everything organized and in order in advance. I find that things move more smoothly that way. I also want to say that in my experience, every transaction has three speed bumps. They can be big speed bumps, little speed bumps, but typically there are three speed bumps. I, as an agent, usually warn my clients there'll be three speed bumps. I'll do my best to solve them before you hear about them, but you can expect them so that when they do arise, don't panic, don't freak out. Just know that this is part of how this circumstance and situation and transaction go. 
Now again, I'm proactive. So I want to gather all the information. I want to, for my sellers, I want to get the cesspool card and the uh, property documents like the covenants, conditions and restrictions, anything that I can gather in advance, the photovoltaic information, any sort of rental leases, or if it's a vacation rental, I want the statements. These things help me sell the property, know the property better, do a better job of representing the seller. Now, this is not to say that reactive agents don't represent their clients beautifully. They do, they just have a different style. So a reactive agent, for example, as I said, would get a buyer into escrow and then start asking or looking for the pre-qualification letter, the verification of cash funds, talk about the termite inspection. They also, with a seller, may wait until they get into escrow or get asked from a potential buyer, like if they put a listing on MLS, they may wait until they're asked for financial statements, the income and expenses on a vacation rental before they ask the seller for them. Again, as an agent, I like to have these things in advance so that when I'm asked for them, I just present them. I also talk a lot with my clients. I explain situations to them. For example, I have a seller right now of a vacation rental condo, and he knows that an important part of getting his asking price or close to his asking price is going to be to provide information. So I've worked with him before and he knows to send me the seller's disclosure statement right away. He knows this is even before we're in an escrow. He knows that every month when he gets his rental statement from his property manager to forward it to me. Now again, proactive versus reactive, they're not one or the other or better than, they are one or the other, but they're not better or worse than one another. In fact, I think the best agents are a perfect balance of this. And I was talking to an agent yesterday about how she is the perfect balance of a proactive and reactive agent. She's laid back a little, I think you call it laissez-faire about certain things and completely on top and proactive about other things. It works very well for her and works very well for her clients. And I will admit that I have to keep myself in check. Sometimes when I'm an escrow, I need to breathe for a second and decide, okay, do I need to go full force and resolve this conflict or do I need to wait a day and see what options reveal themselves. So an awareness of what your personality is, is super important or imperative to doing your job really well. So I hope that this was interesting and inspiring. I hope that it will help you identify who you are as an agent, a buyer, a member of the general public, so that you know which tendency you lean towards and how to adapt and adjust accordingly when working with real estate. Again, thank you for joining me at the Quiet Real Estate Podcast. I would love it if you would subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Google Play. I also would be really grateful if you would uh, rank your satisfaction with the podcast. Of course, a five is what I'm aiming for. If you aren't going to rank me a five, I'd love to hear about why so that I could adjust accordingly and maybe talk about some subjects that would be of interest to you. Have a wonderful day. Go forth and prosper. Talk to you soon. Mahalo.